1: the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead so that in everything he might have the supremacy. So that he might have supremacy. Everything that Halloween brings, darkness, ghouls, Witches, ghosts, poltergeists, imps, demons, sacrifices, witchcraft, the occult, divination, necromancy. And of course the list can go on and on and on. I'm here to declare to you on this radio broadcast, on during this live global presentation, that every power of Halloween is subject to the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus has supremacy over all powers of Halloween. And I declare that on the authority of God's holy word. I don't care who tells you otherwise, or what your assumptions or beliefs are, the fact is, the truth is, All powers of Halloween is subject to the bloodstained cross of Jesus Christ. He is before all things, and the Lord Jesus Christ has defeated the powers of Halloween. Jesus Christ is victorious over the powers of Halloween, and we have a responsibility to expose the unfruitful deeds of darkness. So tonight we're going to continue this series, this crusade against Halloween. The Spiritual Crusade Against Halloween by Exposing the Unfruitful Deeds of Darkness. And tonight we're going to look at the reality of ghouls. What is a ghoul? What do ghouls do? How do you get rid of them? In the realm of of the occult, in the realm of evil supernaturalism, there are ghosts, there's monsters. We've been talking about it the past few broadcast. There's vampires. There's aliens. There's demons. There's imps. There's goblins. These evil supernatural beings are appearing to people all over the world, and especially during Halloween season. They enjoy the Halloween season because such focuses upon them. They're prideful beings. They're arrogant. I deal with them on a daily basis, these things take great pride in what they do. They they enjoy immensely the attention that they get during this Halloween season, how they're glorified, and how the focus is upon them, upon darkness. This is a time of the year I feel oppressed. I don't like it. I don't like watching and seeing ghosts everywhere I turn. I don't like My children being exposed, my little children being exposed everywhere we turn, just going into a store. We see images of fear and terror. That should tell you something when a little child says that scares them. And it happens each and every day. They see images. They're seeing the pictures. They're seeing – it's out there, my friend. You'd have to be blind not to see this, especially if you live in North America and, and various places Around the world, Western nations primarily, that are focusing on Halloween and the images of Halloween, which is death, doom, despair, darkness, witches, goblins, monsters, grotesque figures of the supernatural. That's all you see, movies, video games, images on the Internet, literature. It's everywhere in the school system. It doesn't matter where you turn. The images of the dark side is front and center, and I'm here to demolish it in the power of the Lord Jesus Christ and the way that we demolish it is twofold. We expose it for what it truly is, and it's evil and secondly, we offer an alternative, and that's an escape, and that is through Jesus Christ, the Prince of peace, who can give you peace in the midst of this terrible, terrible terror that's a that's and fear that's gripping the nation specifically. United States and Canada. But let's not limit Halloween to these two countries alone, for this this celebration of the dark side is occurring throughout the world. But since I live here in the United States, I'm focusing primarily these series of broadcasts and what is happening here in America. And what is happening in, here in America is despairing in the sense that People just don't get it. They just don't realize what they're doing. They're inviting into their homes. When you place a figure, a ghost figurine, a ghoul figurine, a monster on your property, a figurine, an image of these things, you're inviting demons on your property. I don't celebrate Halloween because of that, because of its evil roots. I, I, I do not want any part of it. As for me and my household, we will serve Jesus. Some of you may be mocking me, maybe laughing. It's silly. There's no harm intended. Let the children wear grotesque monster faces. Ah, it doesn't matter. Let your three year old, let your four year old, your five year old, your seven year old, your ten year old. It doesn't matter. It does matter. Demons don't care about you, my friend. You think they're merciful beings? You think they're gracious beings? You think they love you? No, they hate you with a passion. And they're destructive. They want to kill you, my friends. They want to kill you. They want to be violent in your family. They want to destroy your children, your babies, your grandchildren. Were you aware of that, my friends? They want to kill you. They want to murder you. These things you don't want on your property. You don't want the images of ghosts. These are demons taken upon the form of ghosts. To bring terror, to deceive, to masquerade, to hunt you down, to stalk you, to horrify you. That's what they do. You really want a figurine of a ghost? You want the image of a ghost on your property so you can get more ghosts, so you can be more terrorized? Think about it for a moment, my friends. This is a dark season. And because it's such dark, it's there's such darkness the powers of Satan are, are roaming like, like crazy. They're insane beings, and they're appearing. They're haunting. They're oppressing like no other time during the season, during during the year. The season is dark. It brings much oppression, and many people are being oppressed. The flashbacks people are ex- experiencing is horrific because many people have been victimized by the powers of the occult during Halloween season. They hate the season they like to move to the Bahamas or somewhere where the, they don't have to face this each and every day. This is a serious topic, a serious subject with serious spiritual implications that need to be addressed and considered, reflected upon. This is serious, my friends. We must remove the curses of Halloween. And the only way you can remove a curse is through something that's living, and that's the living blood of God's Son, Jesus Christ. And only the blood of Christ can remove curses, remove the fear, remove the terror of Halloween, the spirits of Halloween. And tonight we're going to continue this crusade against Halloween by discussing how these beings like to visit. And specifically tonight we're going to talk about how ghouls, just another term, Interchangeable term: ghost, ghouls, monsters—all one and the same, basically. Little differences here and there. Many people are experiencing ghouls in their homes. What are you to do with them? How do how do you get rid of them? Well, tonight we're going to talk about. We're going to discuss visits by ghouls on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett. I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance.
0: Up. This is Michael Tate with another story of A Jesus Freak from the Voice of the Martyrs.
2: In some countries, authorities attack and arrest Christians in the cover of night. Not so in Somalia. On January 5, Asha Mberwa, a young wife and mother, fearing for the safety of her family, was on the phone making arrangements to flee the Mogadishu area. Al-Shabaab extremists were monitoring that call and decided to make an example of Asha. The next day she was arrested. The day after that, Muslim extremists took Asha into the street, waited for a crowd of witnesses to gather, and tragically cut her throat. For the latest on Somalia from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com.
3: What will people when they hear Jesus What will people do
0: when they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate a thank you to a small church in a faraway place as they demonstrate what it means to be a Jesus freak. It's 1991, Canel Peru. Terrorists burn down their church and 17 houses, all belonging to Christians. Their pastor is murdered, yet the very next night, 30 of these believers gather fearlessly in the muddy street to sing praise songs, worship the one true God, and even pray for their persecuted. They live by the words of Paul in Philippians 1.27. Conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or remain absent, I may hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel.
2: Are you a Jesus freak? Go online to persecution.com.
1: a monster, an alien being, a vampire, a spirit of some sort, some imp, goblin, some kind of creature of the night. Have you been terrorized by these kinds of spiritual beings? Perhaps you like to appease them. Perhaps you communicate with them. Perhaps you welcome them. Perhaps you have no problem with these things visiting your home visiting your property, I'm here to tell you there is something terribly wrong when you want to appease these beings, when you want to compromise, when you want to invite these beings. Perhaps you're not directly inviting them. Perhaps you don't speak to a monster directly, an alien being, a ghoul, a goblin. But you've had appear you have had some supernatural experiences over the years, over the months, over the days, over the weeks, and you've seen these things take upon various forms and you just brush it off, you brush it aside. Perhaps you're a part of a certain group that just you're so worn out with these kinds of appearances. You've tried to battle them, do alternative methods, but they're they don't, they do not seem to leave. These things are real, my friends. Ghouls, goblins, ghosts, vampires, monsters are quite real. Demonic spirits are real. And they want to visit you if they haven't already. I recently led an 85-year-old man to Jesus Christ who had been reading some occult text, specifically those authored by Edgar Cayce who is known, commonly known, as the sleeping prophet. This 85-year-old was extremely fascinated by Casey's work as a psychic. This fascination, however, allowed some demonic spirits to enter this gentleman's home. and, And they began to haunt him and his family. How did they haunt them? You may ask. They began to haunt him and his family through the appearance of ghouls. Ghost appearances. Monster appearances. These ghoulish beings began to oppress because he allowed these texts, these occult texts, into his home. And he began to read over them. That opened a door to the ghouls, that open the door to the monster, that opens the door to the vampire, that opens the door to the demonic spirit, the unholy entities that seek to kill you, seek to destroy you, seek to take away any peace or joy that you may have in your life, that seek to disrupt your family, that dis- seek to disrupt any disrupt any kind of harmony that you may be experiencing in any relationship you have in your life, to destroy you financially. Physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. They'd like to do that. My friends, ghouls are not your friends. They're out to destroy you. That's their intention. They want to terrorize. They're terrorizing evil spiritual entities that are seeking you to torment. They want to invade your life. They want to go into your mind. They want to go into your body. They would like to sleep with you tonight. They would like, as you lay down, to sleep. They would like to reside in your body and your mind. Perhaps you've opened doors. Perhaps you've read your horoscope. Perhaps at one point in your life you experienced or had some encounter with some tarot card readings, the Ouija board, some runes, crystals, some kind of magic spells that you've participated in, casting of spells. Perhaps you're thinking, wow, it was just a love spell. It was just a, an innocent love spell. Oh, well, there is no such thing as innocent love spells. All spells are an abomination to God, and it can invite an evil spirit to invade your life. Now, if you want a demon, then go. Cast spells if you want an evil spirit. If you want to be in rebellion, if you want more demons in your life, it's an evil. It's an abomination. And we also discovered while talking to this 85-year-old man that there was others in the families that were followers of Edgar Cayce. In fact, we discovered that this interest in Casey, the sleeping prophet in this family, went back over 100 years as multi-generational. No wonder they were haunted in their home. No wonder they were haunted on their property. This generational psychic curse upon the family allowed the evil spirits to enter the home and to haunt this family. No wonder they started seeing ghouls. No wonder they were visited by visited by ghouls and goblins and monsters of all sorts and demons. I'm telling you, my friends, generational curse. Perhaps your ancestors were visited by ghouls, and they never drove them out. Well, they're going to continue down. This haunting curse can continue to go down through the generations, and perhaps you're being haunted. Perhaps at the beginning it was very subtle, and you're thinking, well, it's not, it's nothing. I'm telling you, it is something. You must deal with it. You must address it. You must address it with spiritual force in the authority of Jesus Christ by the blood of Christ. Possessing the Casey literature, for example, in this family allowed demons to enter the family line and to enter this home, to enter some of their bodies and souls. I'm here, though, to tell you that thankfully the curse was broken through the blood of Jesus Christ in this and these hauntings were broken, ceased. You must overcome the curse of the hauntings. You must stop the visitation by the ghouls. There's a story I like to share with you that my wife and I had an experience with a with a family that I like to share with you. Regarding some encounters we've had with ghouls, ghost like figures that seek to devour, that seek to devour you, my friends, we must do something about these ghouls. We must do something about these ghosts. I know what to do with them. I know what to do with ghouls. I know what to do with monsters. I know what to do with vampires. I know what to do with these imps and these creatures of the night. I know what to do with evil supernatural beings. I know absolutely what to do with these things. There is no shadow of doubt in my mind. I know what to do with ghouls. If you're visited by a ghoul, you tell that ghoul, you stand up to it, and you speak to it only in the name of Jesus Christ, and you command it to go with spiritual violence and aggressiveness. If you don't, these things are aggressive. They will they will occupy the your home. Then they will seek to invade your very body, your flesh and bones, and your very mind and your emotions. Oh, they want to dig in deep into your. Very soul nature. They want to dig deep into your body. They want to reside there. They want to live within you and control various parts of your life. Not only to bring hauntings, they not only want to appear as ghouls, but they want to go into you and to live inside you and systematically tear your life apart. Is, they're, they're hideous creatures, my friends. These are hideous, grotesque, vile, perverse then they would like to have sexual relations with you. We come across many, many women where these ghouls and these goblins and these monsters eventually start sexually assaulting them, raping them, molesting them. What are you going to do then? Now is the time to deal with it. Before it gets to that, it's an abomination to have these things, to invite these things into your home. You must aggressively deal with them. I'm telling you, as I read from Colossians chapter 1, Jesus Christ is the answer because he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created visible, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things. He is before the ghouls, He is before the ghosts. He is before every demon power. That's an ex- existence in time and space, in the cosmos. The Lord Jesus Christ has defeated them through his cross, through his blood cross, through the powerful resurrection. And Jesus Christ is coming back again. I don't know when he's coming, but he's coming back. And one day all these powers will be thrown in that like a fire forever and ever. Now, do you really want these goals? Do you want to be visited by them? I think not. I think you want to drive them out. And we drive them out in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, I can't wait to tell you that story, an experience I had with a family that experienced ghouls. I'll be back after this brief intermission. <laughs>
3: I'm so loved, I hear your voice say come, come It's so far, I'm so, so loved I hear your voice say now I know you wanna me Oh, how much I love you You took away my chain Nothing is above you. No one could take you back. It's so hard. I'm so
1: Hey what's up, this is Toby Mack with a story of Real Life Jesus Freaks from The Voice of the Martyrs.
2: Yun was an eager and curious teenager in China in the 1950s. When he heard about a book that told how to get to heaven, Yun walked 35 miles to read it. As a new believer, he walked from village to village sharing the gospel. When the police tried to arrest him, Yun recalled reading in 1 Samuel 21 that David had once pretended to be crazy to escape his enemies. So Yoon did the same thing, making such a spectacle that the police laughed and let him go. Yoon would later be arrested and tortured for his faith, but he would always remain crazy for Jesus. For more from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com.
3: this story many
1: times, but it's worth repeating because it conveys some important truths that we all need to be aware of, that we all need to be exposed, especially those who have been visited by ghouls and goblins and ghosts and monsters and vampires and supernatural creatures of the night. Have you been visited by a ghoul? What are you going to do about it? Perhaps you don't care. One day you'll care. I've been through 8,000-plus deliverances over the years, all over the world. I know what demons do. They would like to be your friend. At least that's the perception you you would have at the beginning. Ah, They're just my friends. They don't bother me too much. They got you then. If you believe that lie, they have you, my friend. Well, not too long ago, my wife and I met up with a young couple that spoke of seeing a ghost like ghoul like figure in their kitchen and feeling severely oppressed whenever they went upstairs to that extra bedroom. And by the way, do you
2: do you have a place
1: in your home on your property that you feel like something's in there? Perhaps you've seen a ghoul, a ghost like figure. A monster, an imp. An image of a deceased relative family member, friend. What are you going to do about that being? Well, this family, they wanted to get rid of this ghost-like figure. So they gave my wife and I a tour of the home, and I, too, felt the heavy oppression in the upstairs bedroom. It was as if waves of demonic energy, spirits, spilled over my soul. The oppression was tangible. It was real. It was evil. The young couple also mentioned that there were times when they heard footsteps voices, scratches, and other strange phenomena in their home. Do you hear footsteps in your home? Do you hear strange noises that probably most of you just sort of brush aside, thinking, ah, it's nothing? Who's walking in your home? Who's walking down your hallways at night during that midnight hour, during that 2 o'clock in the morning hour, that 3 o'clock in the morning hour? Who's walking? Who's turning that doorknob? Who's speaking to you? Who's scratching on the wall? Well, of course, with this family, I began to wonder what spirit was residing there to torment them. These are spirits, evil spirits, masquerading, taking upon the form of a ghoul, a monster, a goblin. While talking with this young couple downstairs, I began to probe them on spiritual issues. Obviously, this brought forth a spiritual reaction. An evil spirit manifested within the young lady that spoke to me. There is another demon besides me in this home, he said. So I asked, is he the one behind the spiritual heaviness in the upstairs extra bedroom that I experienced? Yes, confessed the evil spirit, speaking through this woman. Well, tell me in the name of Jesus who the spirit is. His name is Sharon. Of course, I wanted to know the significance of this name, Sharon. So I probed a little deeper. What is the significance of the name Sharon? Well, the demons were readily available to share this information. The prior owner of the home was named Sharon, they said. She had committed suicide in that upstairs bedroom. And he's been there ever since, terrorizing the family. The suicide, my friends. The sin of suicide allowed this evil spirit named Sharon the spiritual right to enter the home. This demon was the one behind this strange haunting and the ghoul like, ghost like appearances they'd been experiencing and seeing in the home. As the demon began to explain what was true, truly happening in the home and the spiritual source of the bizarre activity, we began to witness some. Demonic activity ourselves. I heard, and my wife, and all the others in the home, we all heard some scratching noises in the hallway. The lights began to flicker on and off in the living room. Other strange supernatural phenomena was occurring. This is something I've experienced all over the world. It doesn't deter me. The demons were attempting to hinder the exorcism. They failed as the ghoul was driven out of the home and the demons were driven out of the young lady that's right after the deliverance we proceeded to deal with that spirit called sharon that was manifesting in his ghoul-like form we commanded it to leave in the holy name of jesus and guess what happens it laughed and they were never tormented again by the ghoul in their home are you tormented by ghouls in your home what are you going to do about it i'm interested to know What are you going to do about that ghoul, those visitations by those ghouls in your home? Well, I'm here to remind you, to encourage you, that there is only one solution. There is only one answer. There is only one way to deal with ghouls in your home, and that is invoking the name of Jesus. Now, it's not merely invoking, however. There has to be something behind it, a heart relationship. And have you experienced that heart relationship with Jesus, who loves and cares for you? I'm telling you, in 8,000-plus deliverances around the world, there's only one name that these demons, these ghouls, these monsters, these vampires, these evil entities are scared of, and that's the name of Jesus Christ. Why is that? Because they understand What I've been sharing with you in Colossians chapter 1, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. He is risen from the dead, and I speak faith into you, power, the power of God into you. Don't be fearful. Jesus says, do not fear. Do not fear. For he is risen from the dead. He is alive forevermore, and he can save you. So open your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, cleanse me. Forgive me. Make me into a new person. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Cleanse me with your blood. With your blood. All you have to do is cry out to him in a simple prayer like that by faith. And he'll save you. He'll rescue you. He'll deliver you. And now, because you have the the one. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Since you have him in your life, you have the power and authority to drive that ghoul out of your home. Now speak to the ghoul. Go ahead, right now, while I'm live on this radio broadcast. Just say ghoul, ghost, monster, leave in Jesus' name. Go ahead, say it out loud. I'll do it. I'll show you how it's done. I'm here in my makeshift studio, but I tell every ghoul, every goblin, every monster, every demon, every power that's opposed to the Lord Jesus Christ, out of the property, out of the home in the name of Jesus Christ, by the bloodstained cross of Jesus Christ, out, go, in Jesus' name. No rights, get out, and I break every single right by the blood of the cross. Go, in Jesus' name. Now, if you have to take some extra precautions in the sense... You have to anoint the rooms. Do so. I I recommend that. Go. Make the symbols of the cross in your home. Place some crucifixes. Place some cross. Play praise. In my home, I have praise music on 24-7, 24-7. I have crucifixes, crosses all over the place. I go around the property. I bless the property. I bless the home. I command every – the other day I went up in the attic, told every demon to leave in Jesus' name if there was some kind of hidden spirit. I was thinking about that earlier today. I may go again here soon. Dedicate the property. Ongoing warfare. Ongoing process. Ongoing sanctification. Ongoing consecration unto the Lord Jesus Christ. Ongoing, my friends. It's an ongoing battle. Continue to persevere. Continue to be hopeful. Knowing that your victory is assured because Jesus Christ has been raised from the dead. And the powers of Halloween, the powers of ghouls have been defeated. Have been defeated, had been defeated. Now, my friends, I want to encourage you, if you have opportunity, if you're in the East Coast, anywhere in the East Coast, here in the United States of America, get to our public deliverance mission in New York City. Saturday at 7 p.m., we will meet in the lobby at 645, Garden Inn, on West 35th Street in New York, that's October 22nd, public deliverance service. Then if you're on the West Coast, anywhere near the West Coast, get to Los Angeles. We're holding a public deliverance service, the residents in Long Beach, at Long Beach, California, 600 Queensway Drive. Meeting begins at 7 p.m. We will meet in the lobby at 645 Get there. Get to one of these meetings. If you can't make it at the public service, then we're meeting people privately. Email me, j at jbartlett.org. jay at org, j-a-y and let me know how we can help you. You pray for us as we minister on the East Coast and the West Coast in the name of Jesus Christ. That's October 22nd, October 23rd. New York City, Los Angeles, California, the Long Beach area. If you can make one of these meetings, feel free to reach me at at org. We're here to help you. And by the way, if you pray to give your life to Christ, I'd like to hear from you. Send me your mailing address so I can send you a free New Testament as soon as possible. Well, my friends, and you are my friends, you're very important to God. You're important to the kingdom of God. I bless you each of you. You're so precious. I bless each of you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.